I'm sitting there, you know, trying to figure out what the hell to do, you know. I started chopping up the body. It makes me sick just thinking about it. I, I dismembered the body and I, I, you know, started burning it on the stove and, and in the oven and stuff. And that was when you got the big smell and all it made. This was Gary Heidnick, and this is the good, the bad, and the pure evil. So Gary Heidnick was born November 22nd, 1943, in Eastlake to Michael and Ellen. His parents divorced in 1946, and the children remained with their mother until about 1950. Then they went to the father and his new wife. Heidnick claimed his father was emotionally abusive towards him. Heidnick suffered from bedwetting and according to him, his father made him hang his stained sheets out the window for all the neighbours to see, humiliating Heidnick. This would come out after Heidnick's arrest and his father would deny all the allegations. Schooling, Heidnick didn't really mix well with the students and wouldn't make eye contact. He would see them not worthy to interact with him. He was teased a lot about his head. It was oddly shaped from falling out of a tree as a child. But academically, he did well with an IQ of 148. At 14, Heidnick was encouraged by his father to enroll in Stoughton Military Academy. He lasted two years, leaving before graduation. He then attended high school, dropping out at 17 for the US Army. He served in the army for 13 months. In basic training, his drill sergeant graded him excellent. He was sent to San Antonio to train as a medic, which he did well in, and was transferred to West Germany to the 46th Army Surgical Hospital. Within weeks, he earned his GED. August 1962, Heidnick was complaining about headaches, being dizzy, having blurred vision and feeling sick. A neurologist diagnosed him with gastroenteritis, a stomach bug, but did note he showed symptoms of mental illness. October 1962, Heidnick was taken to a military hospital in Philadelphia. Here he was diagnosed with schizoid personality disorder. From this, he was honorably discharged from the military service. After discharge, he tried for a licensed practical nurse, enrolling in the University of Pennsylvania, lasting a single semester, then he dropped out. He worked at a VA hospital in Coatesville, but was fired as he rarely showed up, and when he did, he was extremely rude to the patients. August 1962 to March 1987, he was in and out of psychiatric hospitals and tried suicide about 13 times. 1970, his mother was diagnosed with bone cancer and alcoholism. She committed suicide by drinking mercuric chloride. His brother Terry also was in mental institutions and tried to kill himself many times as well. October 1971, Heidnick incorporated a church called United Church of the Ministers of God with five followers at first. In 1975, he opened an account under the church name in Investment Management Merrill Lynch. 
The first deposit was $1,500 and eventually it became $500,000. By 1986, the United Church of the Ministers of God was really, really well off. To meet a wife, he used a matrimonial service. He met Betty Disto and corresponded with her by mail for two years, and then he proposed. September 1985, Betty came from the Philippines to the U.S., marrying Hednick in Maryland, October 3rd. The marriage was bad, like really, really bad. Betty caught him many times in bed with other women. He made her watch as he had sex with these women. Betty accused Hednick of raping her multiple times and assaulting her. In Philadelphia, she would reach out to her community of local Filipinos and they were able to get her away from Heineck in January 1986. In 1987, a request came to Heineck for child support. Betty was pregnant when she left. Jesse John Disto was born September 15, 1987. Heineck had other children, another one with Gail Linkow, who was placed in foster care. He had a third with an illiterate and mentally disabled woman named and Jetty Davison. The child was a daughter named Maxine and she was immediately placed in foster care. Later, Heineck was arrested for kidnapping and raping Davison's sister, Alberta, who was in an institution for the mentally disabled. So his crimes. In 1975, Heineck was charged with aggravated assault and carrying an unlicensed pistol after shooting a tenant of a house he offered to rent. He grazed the man's face. In 1978, was went and signed out Alberta, the sister of his then girlfriend, Anjetta Davison, from a mental institution for a day. He imprisoned her in a locked storage room in his basement. She was found and returned to hospital. At the hospital, she was examined and found to have been raped and sodomized as well as con- contracting gonorrhea. Heinick was arrested, charged and convicted of kidnapping, rape, unlawful restraint, false imprisonment, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse and interfering with the custody of a committed person. The sentence was overturned on appeal and he spent three years in a mental institution being released April 1983. When Betty left in 1986, Heidnick was arrested and charged with assault, indecent assault, spousal rape and involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. November 25, 1986, Heidnick adopted Josefina Rivia. By January 87, he kidnapped four other women and he held them captive in a pit in the basement of his house. The captives were all African-American women and he raped, bet them and tortured them. One of the women, Sandra Lindsay, died from starvation, torture and a fever. Heidnick dismembered her but struggled with the arms and legs, so he froze them in the freezer with the label of dog food. He cooked Sandra's ribs in the oven and boiled her head in a pot. Police came when complaints of this horrific smell were reported coming from the home. The police though left after Heidnick said he fell asleep while cooking a roast and it burnt. Rumours swirled of Heineck's grinding up the body, mixing it with dog food, then feeding it to his victims. Heineck's defence attorney, Chuck Perruto, said this was false. He had the kitchen tools examined, finding no evidence of such thing. 
Peruto said Hynek made it as up to support the insanity defense. Peruto said Hynek started the rumor in public and no evidence was found of anyone eating human flesh. Hynek would use electric shock as a torture. Hynek ordered Rivia and another to fill the hole with water and forced Rivia to help him apply electric current from a stripped extension cord to the women's chains. Deborah Dudley died of electrocution and her body Hynek dumped in Pine Barrens. January 18, 1987, 18-year-old Jacqueline Askins was adopted by Hynek. March 23, 1987, Hynek and Rivia adopted um, Angus Adams. The next day, Rivia, who seemed like Henrik, listened to, asked Hynek to let Agnes go visit her family. Hynek talked her to a gas station and said he'd wait for her there. She walked to her boyfriend's house and then they called the police. When officers arrived, they noted chain marks on her legs and so went to the gas station and arrested Heidnick. His so-called best friend, Cyril Tony Brown, was also arrested. Brown was released on 50,000 bail with an agreement to testify against Heidnick. Brown did admit he witnessed Lindsay's death in the basement and admitted witnessing Heidnick dismember her body. After Hynek's arrest April 1987, he tried to hang himself in jail, but failed. So when arraigned, Hynek claimed the women were already in the home when he moved in. A trial defence went with the insane route, but this was successfully rebutted by the prosecution. The fact that he successfully amassed $550,000 in his brokerage account proved him as very much sane and competent. July 1st, 1988, Heinick was convicted of two counts of first-degree murder, six counts kidnapping, five counts rape, four counts aggravated assault, and two counts involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. He was sentenced to death. 1997, his daughter Maxine and ex-wife Betty filed a suit in federal court to request a stay of execution on the fact he was not competent to be executed. Two years of legal back and forth, and July 3rd, 1999, a final ruling was made for Heineck to be executed. Gary Heineck was executed July 6th, 1999, by lethal injection. He was cremated, and Heineck was the last to be executed by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And that is the story of Gary Heineck. Like and subscribe on my YouTube and podcast and join me next time for the story of Pompeii. It was buried under 6 metres of volcanic ash in the eruption of Mount Vesuvius in AD 79. Largely preserved under the ash, the excavated city gives a unique snapshot of Roman life, frozen at the exact moment it was buried. Although much of the detailed evidence was lost in the excavations. Until then, this was the good, the bad, and the pure evil.